Welcome to Coffee Time Theology. Yeah. I'm Stu. And I'm Grace. And as always, we're your hosts. Welcome. We hope that you are having a fabulous time and that you have a nice beverage of your choice, whether that's coffee or tea, so that you can settle down and have a think about some theology with us. It's important you have a beverage. It is. It's a really fundamental. Because of the whole Coffee Time Theology thing. But we will allow other beverages. Mm. So welcome to Coffee Time Theology. If you're new here, check us out on Instagram, follow us wherever you're listening to this podcast, and if you have topics or comments or thingamahoozies, feel free to send them to us on Instagram. We love hearing what you guys are thinking about and what you would like us to discuss. Most of the topics that we discuss are actually suggestions from you guys, so keep them coming through and we'll keep talking about them. Yeah. Today's topic is actually a question based on previous topics where, you know, we've just thrown out this idea of being Jesus in your community in in a couple of different podcasts, apparently. I don't know exactly which podcasts, but I believe people, when they tell us we've said those words. (laughs) Um, That that tracks, yes. Because those are the things we say. Uh Um, Uh So the question that we got is, what do we mean? What are we on about? What does it mean to be Jesus in a community? So we thought we'd just have a chat about what Jesus did in the community and then what we mean by being Jesus in the community. Yeah. So that's today. Hope you've got your coffee. Let's jump in with, you know, some things that Jesus did in the community. Jesus did lots of stuff. Loads of stuff in the community. And I think the fundamental baseline is Jesus fully participated in the community. Mm. He wasn't like Spock taking notes about the community while not being part of it. (laughs) That's great. What? (laughs) Okay, yep. Yeah, like... He wasn't some alien from outer space visiting this new society and taking notes on it. Okay, so Jesus did a lot of stuff in the community, but he didn't just stick to like one bit. He wasn't like, hey, I'm here, everyone come to me and hang out with me. Mm. Right? He went and participated. Jesus was just fully involved. One of the first things we read about is actually him being involved at a party. Yeah. Right? And you talk about like the first miracle. Mm. of Christ being keeping a party going because they were out of wine. Yeah. And yep. so this thing when we think about what Jesus did in the community is, hey, one of the first documented things of adult Jesus's life is he was at a party and they were like, hey. We might have to cut the party short because we've run out of wine. And there might be a whole heap of shame and stuff involved because of this. And Jesus is part of that community and he does a practical thing to help. To not just keep a party going, you know, like that's the, the surface level reading of it, but to make sure that family keeps its mana in the community, keeps mm. the respect. He gives them practical pastoral care, mm. right? It's yeah. this idea of being like, hey, oh, this is going to hurt you. I can help. I could do a thing that could help. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Mm. What do you mean by being in a Jesus in a community? Be involved in the community and just be part of the practical life and care and love of a community. Yeah. Sticking on the theme of parties, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jesus also partied with a lot of really unusual people. Sure, yeah. As a religious leader, other religious leaders expected him to hang out with them. And instead, he chose to hang out with disreputable people. Or as well. Yeah, as well, yep. So sometimes he partied with the people that 
were expected of him and sometimes he went the entirely opposite direction and was like you who the community is rejecting or who are somewhat outcast from the life of this community we're all gonna come to hang out at your house today Mm. let's let's bring some joy and some engagement and bring you back into the fold of the community and rehumanize you I love how, like, we're like, what does Jesus in a community mean? Partying. You know, yeah. like, party on, Wayne. <laughs> but this, That's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was just with people. Yeah. Except when he was by himself. Stupid thing to say. Very true, though. Um, <laughs> he was with people, except for when he wasn't. Those are the options, yes. <laughs> Alongside all the just human interaction and doing life together, mm. like, he was part of everyday life. Jesus was Jesus. He mm-hmm. was himself in amongst the community and always all of him. Mm. You know, if we get real theological, we'll also check this in and be like, and always truly and probably God and truly and probably man, you know, at all points, Mm. God in Christ was there, which tells us a lot about our theology, about who God is. Yeah. Like we have Jesus who is both God and man at a party. We have Jesus who is both God and man involved in the life of everyone. Yeah. When we're thinking about communities and community gatherings, Mm -hmm. Jesus also was a big part of funerals, of church gatherings, of just regular days at the park. Mm -hmm. And in a lot of those situations, used the attention that was on him to bring the kingdom of God forward, to point out where injustices were happening, to bring people who were being excluded back into the center. And to see them yes yeah the people who are unseen a big part of jesus in the community was going to see the people who were unseen Mm. hey i see you hey i'm hanging out with my friends but i still have time to see you hey i'm i'm off preaching and teaching you know like i spend some time in the temple doing my temple things Mm -hmm. i spend some time over here doing some pretty in-depth rebuke and teaching and amongst all of that i see you Mm. you know i'm gonna come hang out with you too all of this, all of this stuff in one person and in all aspects of this, fully himself, mm. fully present as God and as man. That's quite a cool thought when we bring in our theology of it. Actually, God himself went to the party. God himself went and hung out with the people who wouldn't have been allowed in the temple. Mm. And God himself went to the temple. It's kind of cool. I like it. Well, and God themselves chose to be present for those big milestone events for the people around them, the the weddings and the babies and the funerals and the everyday successes and losses of the people around. That gives us a really nice, easy transition into talking about how we can be Jesus represent Jesus to our own communities. We've got two things here, eh? We've got the Jesus model. And by that, I mean, this is what Jesus did. This is what we should do. Jesus was involved in his community. Jesus loved his friends, loved his people, loved the people around him. You know, let's go do it. Jesus did all of this stuff we've just been talking about. And we take the idea of a a model or an example for us to follow. Mm -hmm. How can we be in community? Fully present. Yeah. It's quite easy. Oh, I was about to say something that made me sound like an old person. In these modern in days. In these modern times, it's quite easy to be isolated. I don't know what the voice was. <laughs> <laughs> Generic old white man. 
I appreciated it. <laughs> so this idea of like, it, it is it is quite easy to live quite isolated life, mm. you know? It's some of the stuff that in communities that are developing, you know, what's our communal identity is, is a question. You know, yeah. who are we as a group? It would be quite easy to be like, hey, I'm going to go home, mm-hmm. do my stuff at home, connect go to with, work. Connect with my people online. Yep. Um, go to work, do my stuff at work. Mm-hmm. I would go hang out with friends, connect with them. Mm-hmm. And each of those things be fully isolated from each other. And all of the stuff in between those almost be irrelevant. Yeah. We talked about uh, once when we were talking about, you know, communal identity and who we are as a community. There are people who live in this community. Well, actually, we just said they sleep in the community. Mm. They actually live over there. They live in the, the, the nearest city. They commute to the city. They do all their friend stuff in the community. They're not really part of this community. They just sleep here. Yeah. And so it's actually quite easy for us to fully compartmentalize different parts of our life and not participate and be part of the community around us. That leads to a, an interesting sort of question, if we trouble at that a little bit. Mm-hmm. What actually is community? Don't. How do you? Is, is a community a collection of houses and the people that live in them? Or is a community a group of people that are connected in some other way? I think the answer is yes. Yes. Both is, of those. It is that. Because we have online community. Mm-hmm. You have communities of practice, social work. We have communities based around hobbies. Mm-hmm. We have communities based around schooling. You know, we talk about the school community. We have communities based around all these different things. Oh, we oh, house the business community. You know, like... Community is a pretty wide term. If we're wanting to be Jesus to our community, we need to be conscious then of what our community actually is. Mm. And if your community of people isn't the people in the houses around you, that is that okay? I, I think it's okay. You might not think it's okay. Mm. That's up to you. Both and eh? Yeah. Or both or. Or and or. And or. <laughs> both or. <laughs> you can't have one. You have to have both of them or. <laughs> Like it can be the people that you work with and the people that you share your free time, hobby time with, the people at your gym. And it can be your family and your extended family. But it doesn't have to be all of those things. And it can be all of the people in the place that you live. Mm. Now we take the second half of it. Being Jesus in your community, being Jesus to your community. So the first half was like, what did Jesus do and can we do that, right? Jesus went to parties. I can go to parties like Jesus did, but not be Jesus at those parties. Mm. Ooh. Or I can go to those parties and be Jesus at that party. What does that mean? That means going to that party with intention and values, right? It's going to the party with the intention to lift others up and to build into the mana of the people around you. And so acting at that party in a way that supports people and helps people, not a way that tears them down. And that could be either intentional or just character, Mm. right? If we believe that we grow to be more like who God intended us to be, Mm. showing the love of God at a party just by who we are in Christ, yeah, that's being Jesus at that party, right? Yeah. Showing Jesus' love to those who might know him, might not. Mm. Loving on behalf of Jesus? Is that being Jesus in a community? I think so. Yeah. Being as Jesus was, there for the people around us when they're 
experiencing those milestone moments, offering support when there's times of grief, being there to celebrate when there's something to celebrate, and everything in between. Some people use the term community chaplaincy for intentionally being Jesus in a community, living like Jesus, speaking on behalf of Jesus, loving others on behalf of Jesus. Mm. Some people use community chaplaincy in that space. Now, or pastoral care. Or pastoral care. Mm. Uh, was chaplaincy just pastoral care? Um, yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, we think so. We think so. People might disagree. It's a pretty wide term. Anyway, I use that term chaplaincy, community chaplaincy. One of the questions around that that some people use is, hey, what would Jesus say to this person? If Christ was here in flesh, what would they do? Oh, they might buy that guy a meal. Oh, they might take that guy out for coffee. Or they might help him move house. And there's this interesting idea because it's us being Jesus on behalf of Jesus, but it's also us embodying the character of God, being like, actually, this is who God wants us to be. It's not like a mimicry. Yeah, well, it's uh, honoring the biblical command to be the hands and feet of Jesus Mm -hmm. in a literal way sometimes. Yeah. There's one more really important thing that Jesus did in community. And that was he used his voice and he used his platform to demand that the community do better, be better. Yep. That looking back through all of our history and all of the commands from God, we need to be looking after the people who can't look after themselves. We need to be finding those people that are on the edges and bringing them back in. We need to be doing all of that stuff. Those people whose voices have been crushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes people might have, you know, everyone has their own voice. Yeah. Some people have been crushed so much that they won't speak anymore. Yeah. Some people's voice wouldn't be listened to mm-hmm. on the margins. It's not that they don't have a voice or something to say. It's just that people stopped listening. So in those spaces, flipping tables. Yep. Sometimes yep. being Jesus in a community means really, really emphatically so- calling that community to do better. Yep. Coming into a space and being like, this isn't okay. Chaplaincy sometimes necessitates advocacy, Mm -hmm. right? Sitting with someone and hearing something and then going, they can't do anything about it, but I I can do something about it. You know, there's a cost to that. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes, you know, just the act of sitting and being with someone opens up the eyes to the things. Hey, this isn't okay. This is a justice issue. This is a love issue. It's a humanity issue. That really important part of being that prophetic voice, right, is finding those sectors of our community and standing beside them in allyship. There's a lot to being Jesus in a community. It's quite a little term. We, you know, we can say it quite easily. Go be Jesus in your community. Well, one of the beautiful things about it, I think, is that it can and will mean a different thing to every single believer. Because we all relate to Jesus in a different way. Yeah. And so we all will want to communicate the beautiful ways that Jesus has been there for us and supported us Mm. to the people around us. And so as a community, each of us being Jesus to the people around us, we will be able to share the fullness of Christ in a way that one believer by themselves can't. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we're not. We're not Jesus. Yeah, we're not both God and human. And so there is this realism that comes to striving to be like Jesus with recognizing that we won't be Jesus. Mm. 
So an intention, an intention of being Jesus in the community, does it mean to do every single thing Jesus did? Just the ones that he calls Just you to. Just the ones that he calls you to, the ones that are laid on your heart. And it means different things for different people. Mm-hmm. You know, It might be the prophetic voice. It might be God's called you to be the prophetic voice in your community. It might be holding space for big feels, you know, sitting down with someone who is going through a lot and just going, hey, this is worth my time. Mm-hmm. You are worth my time. You are worth my time. I'm going to sit with you. I'm going to listen. I'm going to care. Yeah. Sitting in discomfort, mm. sitting in the hard stories, taking someone out for coffee. And sometimes it might mean literally feeding people, mm. literally visiting the people in prison. Or it might mean flipping some tables. That always sounds really fun, and I haven't ever had the opportunity to just go to flip literally a table. flip a table. I don't maybe, <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day. I just like you think of now as like what's the circumstance where there's something so offensive on a table? So it's not just like a tantrum because mm. it's like obviously and, the story we're referring to, and the act of selling in the temple and profaning the temple mm. was physically set up on a table. Yeah. Right. And so the flipping of tables was both. Like it becomes a great metaphor for us. Yeah. Um, but it's quite a niche example. Yeah. Like it's like actually quite a lot of the stuff we're dealing with isn't just sitting there nicely on a table for yeah. us to be like, hey, I'm going to flip that table. And then you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Flipping tables is possibly not an opportunity you get very often. However, if you do, I reckon that's a relish it. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I mean, at the time. You, With well, joy. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you probably shouldn't enjoy it too much. If God has called you to flip that table and there's some righteous anger involved. You I flip that table. You flip that table. But if you're just doing it for fun, it might not be the right motivation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's some, there's some thoughts for you on being Christ in community. Mm. We hope that you have found something helpful. If you agree or disagree or have anything you'd like to add, please message us. We'd love to hear from you. So until next time, take a deep breath. Drink some more water. Know that you are loved. And have a great day. Bye. Bye. you've watched enough star trek to make that comment uh-huh okay cool these humanoid life forms seem to enjoy meeting together and sharing in food interesting has that been staying in? How <laughs> <dare you? laughs>